This week on Not Sauce for Work, Terry Tam is co-hosting, Eagles producing, we discuss the return of Tom Brady, the situation surrounding Deshaun Watson, as well as Pete Davidson and that gas. We also sit down with Andy McNamara to torture him about his Cleveland Browns. We'll get into this and so much more on this episode of Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. Welcome everyone, you are listening to perhaps watching Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Pete Delores. Joining me, as I said moments ago, Terry Tam and Eagle MS to control. And I have a very vulnerable po- uh, part, uh, sorry, very vulnerable thing to share with you guys as we start the NCAA March Madness Tournament. Uh, we had a double overtime game as Nor- Notre Dame advances into the tournament. I don't even understand how their playing team while they're being ranked 11th, but whatever. Yeah, that was so weird. I don't, I don't understand. I never understand. I don't understand how it's structured. What do they call it? The four something? They call it the, uh, like the, those four teams that are at the fight in. The play. Oh, the at large? At large. Is that yeah. what it's called? I don't, anyway. I don't get it. I don't I'm know. Like, how do you, comp- how can you put, how can you have s- other teams ranked below, below them, you, but you're still but playing you still have to yeah. play in? I mean, listen, it was your it. schedule that week, I but if you're Notre Dame, who are you playing against? Like, what but also like, in? even if you're scheduled that week, why are you 11th? I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Like, like if you're scheduled, if, if you're scheduled week and you're 16th, okay, yeah, fine. Like, okay, I get it. And then you have to play in game. Yeah. I get that too. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, but where I'm starting today, actually, Terry, is uh, I had a situation happen to me. Shit, and I, I hate, think I hate situations. Situations are the worst. Situations are the fucking worst. Um, this happened to me, and I had this, I had some discourse with my wife about. it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure if you ask all guys, yeah, this happens with all guys. And um, it, it's it's scary because it's not a thing we all talk about, right? So like, let, let, let's do it. Let's let's do it on the show. Yeah. Uh, we represent all guys. Yeah. We're I'm three six, of them. I'm, I'm happy you asked, peas. I'm happy you asked. Six and a half inches. Okay. Closer to go. seven. Closer. Seven. To seven. <laughs> it's very impressive. Yeah. Um, but no. Um, I was wait, walking. Wait, around wait, what are you, wait, I'm talking about my my shoe size. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah I thought you had small shoes. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> what happens is um, I'm walking around our bedroom. And uh, sort of putting some laundry away, and uh, there was one of my wife's bras. All right. So one of the things I did was immediately pick the bra up, put it on your head, put it up against my chest or head. Yeah, I can see. Oh, like like do the Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. solid. Yeah. yeah. I, and she's like, "That's so weird." No, it's actually very natural. Thing so to do. The, the first thing you do as soon as you find a woman's bra is you immediately play with it like it's a toy, right? Yeah. Correct. That's, like I didn't think this was weird at all. No, no, that's one thing. But something similar is like you know a measuring tape. Mm-hmm. Like every guy takes the measuring tape and like stretches it out as far as he can, straight up until it collapses. Right? Absolutely. Every okay. guy tries that. Every time. Women don't understand why guys do. And this. and I like bringing it back too fast, which smashes my finger. Yeah, when every it like time. spins back and yeah. like. You know, I need stitches. Like yeah. that's what Every I want. Single yeah, and then they just, they just don't understand. Yeah, women don't understand a lot of the things we do. Peas. Yeah. yeah, and and like th- my wife is much tinier than I am as a person, so I couldn't even put the bra so it covered both of my <laughs> both of my lips. Sad when you have big tits, bigger tits than your wife. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's more it's more the bigger body size. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. So so uh, she so then but the next part of this was the part of she found the weirdest. She's like, I'm gonna post a poll on Instagram. I'm like, no, ask your friends. I'm like, you can't ask strangers. <laughs> She's like, 
You're more worried about what strangers think about you? I'm like, for this, yes. <laughs> for this thing, I'm more worried. so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Because, like, my friends know. It's not like she's doing anything weird. You're doing the weird I'm thing. I'm doing the weird thing. Uh, well, suppose, allegedly. Yeah. Weird, because it's not weird. It's not weird. Exactly. It can't be weird. So, therefore, A, I shouldn't have been worried about the strangers, but I should have been more worried about the strangers than my friends. That's a good point. Because this is a safe space. Eggs, what about you? Yeah. I don't do laundry, so I don't touch. No, anything. no, no! I, don't get me wrong. I didn't do the laundry. Don't, don't think for a second. <laughs> don't that confuse the information. Don't, 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 don't think for a second that either of us did manual labor. <laughs> I'm saying there was a bra in the room. Yeah. That was part of the laundry. Yeah. That I, I put up against my chest. If yeah. you see a bra, what do you do? I mean, I buy it. No, no. Why would you, you buy own, it? Own the bra. It's like you're going. Like, okay, you're looking for this your, is your fav- personal bra. You're looking for your favorite nerd socks, the ones that you wear when you play Pokemon on your 19 million inch screen TV. Pika socks. Pika socks. Okay, you're looking for those socks. You yeah. you stumble upon your significant other's bra. What do you do? But I wouldn't because it's in a different drawer. No, but it's in the no, laundry but this basket. Is like it's, it's out. Like it's on the bed. It's in the la- or the laundry basket. Well, then it shouldn't be out. And then I summon the <laughs> the Mademoiselle to put it away. <laughs> And you don't have fun before you summon? No. Fun before summon. That's what I was saying. We've established two things today. One, we will establish after this segment because it's something that you did during the Andy Mack interview. Yeah. <laughs> There's two that, things. By the way, which hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Because time travel. Yeah. We, we, we've, I've lost my train of thought on what the first thing was, but the second was that you said, you told Andy that you prep for fantasy football as much as he does. I, I maybe I don't think so. I don't think I meant. <laughs> You're that. like it's probably the same amount, and I'm like, no. Nope. I mean, no. you also bragged about making it to finals, but I also made it to finals by not trying. By not so. trying, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the case, but I do put it in an inordinate amount of time and breath. You know, I know you do, but like, yeah, realistically, yeah, he probably does more. I don't. It's if, his job. He's probably doing it right now. If it's what I said. A lot of times I'm typing. He's the Mike things. Tyson of preparing. He's he's yeah. He's he'll, preparing he'll when eat you're sleeping. Year off of preparation. Yeah, he's preparing while you're sleeping. Yeah, you know? that's like true. that's that's why he does yeah. more. Mike Tyson used to wake up at two in the morning and run because his opponent was sleeping. So that's what Andy Mack does to you. Yeah, that's why you'll never Likely be better yes. at fantasy football than Andy Mack. That's true. That's true. But uh, honestly, what happens a lot, Terry Jr. Show is, I'm preparing things. I'm writing, uh, or I'm like sending like the you know, message in the yeah. group, like we gotta do this, gotta do this. And I just, I'm looking for a segue so I can say the next thing, but I'm not even paying attention to myself. Yeah. I'll listen to the interviewer, but when I'm talking, or when you're talking, I'm not listening at all. Yeah. It's zero percent. Yeah, I know you're not. Yeah. So it's okay. I do the same thing. It's a full and, oh yeah. It, I mean, I've mastered it trade. at this point. I've mastered it at this point. Yeah, that's when you yeah. know you're a podcast. You just have to catch on to like the last three words of your yeah. of your co-host and focus on the interviewee. How much? Focus how, on the interviewee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much does your girl hate that? That we can just get the last three words and we're good. And it's they Some, can't win that argument. Sometimes she catches me and I'll be like, "Yeah." She'll be like, "You weren't listening." I'm like, "Yeah, I was." You yeah. said this. She's like, "Okay." And then she called me. She's like, "What, what does I, it mean? What did I know? What did I say right before that?" And I'm like, "That's where you got me." Yeah. <laughs> I'll be home in eight hours. <laughs> she's like, "You listen. Because sometimes it's like there's like that episode on Curb. It's classic. He, she, his girlfriend comes home. His wife comes home after like a road trip. And he's watching the Jets game, and he hadn't showered, and his beard, whatever. And the Jets game is tight, and she's trying to tell him a story. And every time she starts talking, he kind of like starts looking at the TV, and sh- and then he's like, "You can't. You came in in the middle of the game. Like the game was already happening. That's true. 
And then she's like, well, you could take two minutes and just listen to me. But the game was scheduled so much far in advance. Yeah. But this conversation wasn't. The, yeah. Like, I didn't see it in my calendar. So. Yeah. So maybe update the calendar. And maybe, I guess, we will be living together, please, if we continue this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we'd live, we'd be okay living together. I think you would murder me. Yeah. I think you're too clean there's for me. There's probably, there's probably that. Well, we would hire me. a mademoiselle. There we go. And yeah. then we could try on each other's bras. Yeah. And Eagle. we could do what Eagle does. I, I want to take a half second here to just mention we are recording this on St. Patrick's Day, March 18th. I am pretty l- wasted. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. like, it looks fine, but down inside, it's not going well. Oh, no, no, no. I've been on a... I've been on a You're drunk? All day. Oh, yeah. I've been drinking since 11 a.m. I've been with you since 4.30, I think, or yeah. 5 o'clock. I, I, oh, 5 o'clock. And I, I, walked, I didn't know you were drunk. I walked over. I had three road rockets. Oh, that's a beer? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was an energy drink. No, God, no. Energy drink. Why would I want more energy? <laughs> no, because when you <laughs> took a picture of it, I, it, look, it looks it's like an energy drink. It's craft beer. It looks like an energy drink. Yeah. We won't tell. We won't tell people what it is because they're oh, not. Oh, Mademoiselle, can I have another craft beer? <laughs> <laughs> so we will keep the festivities going. It is St. Patty's. It is amongst my favorite holidays. Uh, but before we get into more St. Patty's festivities, let's take a break as we introduce the news. Ah, uh, Terry, for the first time in 2022, we're in the same building at the same time. It's the news. Of what? The news. <laughs> <laughs> it's the news of the news. Is it, though? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's St. Patrick's Day. We're happy. We're having a good time. And uh, it's partially because as much as we all want to say we hate Tom Brady, we're all super happy he's back, right? Like football, oh, yeah, for sure. It feels like football again, especially after he became a human after so yeah. many years with the Patriots, right? It's like I want more of this Brady. Yeah, specifically. why did you, why did you why did you keep this from me for twenty fucking years, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I was so excited. Um, so I have some information. I can't share the who the sources are, but when I was re- researching the Brian Flores article, I came upon some information. Ah. That um, the Buccaneers had basic because Tom Brady took a cap friendly deal. He initially uh, he had ex- he uh, came to terms with the team saying the last year would kind of be uh, an option that they would let him go. Oh, okay. And he was negotiating terms to go to the Miami Dolphins with Sean Payton. Oh, this is like. Um, I can't again. I can't share who the sources are. All I can say is the sources are as credible as the ones that were in my Brian Flores article because they're the same sources. Yeah, um, and all of that played out as we as saw as in my article, right? Yeah. So, so I trust these sources implicitly. Um, he has wanted to play in Miami. He's on good terms with Stephen Ross. Uh, but Miami, being Miami, bungled it. And as soon as the lawsuit was filed, it kind of was like too hot for everyone involved. Sean Payton was like, well, I'm not interested. And then Brady was like, well, I want to do this with Sean Payton. And then just said, well, I'm just going to retire. And then I think what happened at that point, I don't have information on this latest part of this, is he spent uh, 60 days with his family and said, fuck this. (laughs) He he never really said he was going to retire. He did, though. 
No, he, he never he, used he the word. Like a thank you tour. He never used the word retire. That's the whole thing. He actually didn't. Because I remember yeah, reading. No, yeah. I remember reading the stuff and all the articles and all the analysts and everyone was saying he retired. Yeah. But if you actually read the text, he never actually says the word retired, end of my career. It's like implied that he's done. Do you but want? It wasn't actually written. Yeah. Do you want to hear my conspiracy theory? Give me. Okay. So this is all planned. Okay. Okay. It was all planned, and he wanted to. He, he wanted to fuck Big Ben over. What's the most? What are the? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because Captain's in Ohio. What? So. What? Uh, what is the most um, popular sports number in the world? Sixty-nine. Seven. Also sixty-nine. You're both wrong. Like, what's the most iconic sports number? In at least ten. In at least American sports. Oh, American sports. Yeah, because you're talking about like soccer. Ten is soccer. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Seven? Why seven? I don't know. For some reason, Chris Chelios came to mind. I don't know why. No, no. In sports, it's number, what's the number one number, the most iconic number in sports? I mean, 99? S- seven Super Bowls. I think of a player that wore a number. 23. That 23. Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan. LeBron James. Yeah. Christian also Arnold. number six. David Beckham when he came here. Yeah. Okay, so like number, the number means something. Kobe Bryant were 24. Rumors were that he was one better than yeah. 23. It's not like, a rumor. It's it's Get to your point. The point is, is that when he came out, when he came out of retirement, he said, I'm happy to play my 23rd season or something like that. Tom Brady is trying to jump in on that number 23 money. And he's about to fucking make it. He's going to end his career at 23. I don't think money means anything to Tom Brady. No, but like it means something now. When he moved to Tampa Bay, it was all about money. But when he was in New, York, in New England, it was about winning. Like, he took a lot of pay cuts. But in Tampa Bay, he took the money. But he took a team-friendly deal in Tampa also. Yeah, but it was also a lot more money. Yeah, <laughs> but also not as much as he was worth. But I should say, I think he's trying to jump on this number 23 money. Legit. I really do. I'm, so I'm even though his wife this. is worth triple what he's worth. You're crazy because <laughs> she sold underwear. I get underwear for $4. Like, what the fuck? Well, because also she she looks much better in underwear than you look, Terry. Although, again, we both wear Let the bras. Speak for yourself. There's some people that like you my know. figure. Yeah, there's yeah. A, a person. I get chat. I get yeah, <laughs> there's there's one. Definitely one person. <laughs> she very, really likes it. Very appreciative of <laughs> yeah. that person. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> She's great. But there's probably some people who like a little belly, a little, little dad bod, you know? Yeah. Sure there are. Yeah, it's true. I often think to myself, um, but I don't. Who need do I those find as an epitome of human, the human figure? Well, it's I'm like Terry or Giselle. I don't need those other people. I have the, have the one person that's appreciative. You don't have twenty three though. Huh? You don't have twenty. I don't have twenty three. That's not He's the number I want. Yeah, because I'm not trying to chase the twenty three money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't that's need what that must be what it is. I don't need twenty three money. So of all the conspiracies I've heard through the through COVID, this might be the dumbest thing I've ever and heard. That's why I'm clipping it up and we're posting it, it tonight. It's up there with five G towers. Oh, fi- I have one right next to my house. Okay, the uh, number twenty-three or five G tower. Ever since, ever since I noticed the five G tower. <laughs> ever since you noticed it's been getting closer. <laughs> no, no. Ever since I noticed, I feel like there's this little ball growing like right here in my sternum. Ever since mm. I noticed it, it was there for months before. <laughs> yeah, but ever since but I the noticed noticing it, it is what yeah, causes exactly, the yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. Makes sense because makes you sense. can't get anything if if like if a tree falls in the forest, do you hear it? And nobody's ever hear it. Does it make a sound? Like that's the thing, right? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Chicken first. So, question for both of you, because we're all employed. Imagine when you can retire comfortably, right? There's no way about the date circled. <laughs> I legitimately you, have the date circled. Would you then tell yourself, ah, "I kind of miss going to the office"? No. I I've said I've said this. I've told my wife that uh, once I start getting my pension. I become a pro golfer because I'm going to play golf every day and I'm going to be paid for it because I'm going to be getting my pension while I'm playing golf. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a I'll be a pro. I'll be literally be being played play golf 
because I'll be doing that every day of my life. Because um, also, like, she's much younger than me, so I'm retiring like a good 15 years before she retires. So okay, I honey, have a, have lot a good of day time. at work. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Have fun. <laughs> Here's your lunch. Um, that's that's the thing. A lot of people are saying, like, fucking Tom Brady. He went home and he <laughs> he went home in like the first couple Sundays. I think it was uh, I forgot it was somebody from Barstool Chief. Barstool Chief from Chicago, and he tweets is like. Uh, Tom Brady was at home and Giselle sent him to Home Depot on a Sunday and he's like, fuck this shit. Oh, I can just imagine like he, he gets out of the house. He's like, all right, kids, I'm bring you guys to school. Yeah. He, get, he goes over to his car and as he's walking over, there's like a letter from the homeowner association complaining <laughs> that like he was he was watching football too loud the night before. <laughs> he's like, why? It's a Super Bowl party. Leave me alone. God the, damn it. The, the condo association. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. He, he gets Tom Brady's living in a fucking no, no, condo. No, homeowners. Homeowners association. Oh, home, yeah, like the, the area. Like the, the yeah, gated. Yeah, yeah, Tom Brady has zero houses within 100 yards of his place. <laughs> Maybe. No you way. never know. It's, uh, it's funny, too, because it came right after the Andrew Withworth clip came yeah. uh, of him talking to his kids after the Super Bowl. We were like, oh, yeah, you know, gonna daddy's going to spend more dad. time with you. I'm going to be a better dad. You yeah. know, it's going to be a lot of fun. You guys excited? Like, yeah. Yeah, he's trying and to retire. I can imagine Tom before. Brady with his kids like, all right, you motherfuckers, get up. It's time to work out. DB12, no avocados. <laughs> but that's the other thing. He's like, too many grams of sugar, motherfucker. Wh- while he's sitting, while he's sitting in the, in the, like, the drop-off lane with his kids who are screaming in the back, and, and like there's a lineup to drop the kids off at school. He's thinking to himself, he's like, okay, what am I going to do next? I got to train. I got to not eat strawberries. He's like, but what's it for? Like, if your whole life has been so scripted for so long, how do you just let Start loose? eating strawberries. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Like, is <laughs> yeah. that the, the line, you know? So uh, I, I have a feeling there's... Maybe just, that was it. I, I know, like, it, to, to switch it to a serious uh, thing for a moment, my mom had two heart attacks before she retired. And we were begging her to retire. Like, your job is literally killing you. You need yeah. to stop. I don't want to live without a mother. It's very important for me that you live. Um, and it, it just, it's a very personal thing that until you feel absolutely ready, another person in the world who can convince you to retire. Yeah. That's is she thing. still eating strawberries, though? This is the yeah. never stopped eating yeah. strawberries. She yeah. loves that shit. And that, so, that shit. TV, no, now you learned. I never believed the retire story. I really never believed it. I didn't like. I I was like, okay, I'm gonna accept the information that he's giving. I me. thought he, I thought he was retiring for a year, but I like, didn't think he'd be back this season until I saw him. Until I saw like, yeah, like a full year go by, I'll be like, I don't believe. Now Gronk wants to come back. Like it's how, it's how, just like how many Gronk times is being held together happen. by wires. Like he looks he, he looks so broken. But he had so many touchdowns. But he still made all his bonuses. It's crazy. I know. Well, Brady's good for that. Brady gets everyone his bonuses. Yeah. Like, do you think the retirement announcement had anything to do with the social media post or the like leaks coming out of one of the two camps? So and then he wanted to like get do the it upper on his edge own. by doing yeah. this. Uh, yeah. You know what? That could be it because it wasn't him that leaked it. Right? Based based on the information, Schefter looked bad again. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a second because it's well, almost like I set it up. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> again, the information I got at Eagle is that this was like a. A secondary pl- the retirement was a secondary plan, so it does seem as though he wasn't set on it. But anyway, uh, I digress. Adam Schefter has had some rough moments in the last year. Um, this was the weirdest one. Like both Eagle and I had the same reaction when when he put out the the, the tweet about uh, Deshaun Watson. Both of us were like, "Well, that's not entirely right. That's not." Like, yeah. We couldn't figure out what the grand jury was last week. By the way, it's the grand jury is the term, uh, but the grand jury presides over a case and decides whether or not there's enough information for the prosecution to pursue a criminal charge. Okay. It's not the same as having your day in court, which is literally the words Adam Schefter used in a tweet that fooled our social media intern, which fine, I understand 
we're in it, like we're Canadian. Our laws are not the same thing. And I understand if you're just trusting Schefter, who has been a trusted source for a long time, I understand it could be interpreted that way. But it interpreted like it also fooled media members who were reporting Deshaun Watson found innocent. I'm like, that's not the same thing at all. Yeah, they're just not pursuing criminal charges. It doesn't mean he's was found innocent yeah. or is innocent or will not be tried in the future. Exactly. These are all. Separate from yeah, it, it literally only determines what is the probability of us winning a criminal case against this person. If the right answer now. is the answer is low, it's we're not going to waste our yeah. time chasing it. If down. somebody else comes forward with more information, for example, they can still choose to pursue charges because they have more information. Yeah, because right now they basically, I mean, obviously a grand jury information is all sealed, so nobody knows yeah. exactly what was uh, deliberated. But it seems to be it's going to turn into a he said, she said. Well, and he said, she said, she said, she said. Yeah, she but said, again, that's short. not a enough said, with reasonable yeah. doubts to say oh, like it actually happened right like there's yeah. no dna samples there's no video footage there's the text messages are like obscure and so for a jury to say yes he did it without reasonable doubt is very low that seems to be the likely outcome of what the grand jury determined and that's why they didn't press the charges then that doesn't mean he didn't do it that doesn't mean that they could have tried him for it they just chose not to in this moment that's what this whole outcome means but that also means that the Texans now have a valuable asset on the trade market. That's a very good point. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Like, okay, like he's not innocent. And how fast teams are willing to just... That's the part I find freaky. Ignore what's yeah. happening here. So, so look, I know, there's, I, I know, I know there's compromise in sports. It's and a business. We talk right? about it all the time, right? But it's right? fucked, man. It's fucked. But, like, it's just... It's like, if, if the Dolphins were seriously pursuing him yeah. as a Dolphins fan, I would be very uncomfortable watching Sean Watson. And I know there are guys in the league who do lots of bad things. And here's the thing. I'm a music fan, right? I make a conscious decision to listen to, for example, Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. yeah. But I don't listen to, I don't listen to R. Kelly. <laughs> we, all have, we all have our lines that we draw, right? And like, I understand not and everyone... Michael Jackson, it's only because it's, it's almost like a hit piece. Like, we don't really know. Uh, I, I read. Well, it's you, bad. It's fake. No, it's not fake. It's real. Okay, because I was on the real bandwagon. Yeah, so... so I think it's real. So, Gotham, Gotham Chopra grew up around Michael Jackson. I know that name. Gotham Chopra is the son of Deepak Chopra, who is a political, yes. a political scientist. Yes. He's also written songs with Michael Jackson. He is also on yes. Tom Brady's podcast. What he said was... Uh, he put it best. He said, I, I don't doubt the victims because you don't want to victimize somebody twice. Okay. Right? He said... I never had that experience with Michael Jackson, but my I had power. My dad was famous. Macaulay Culkin was famous. Did, we I had power. Uh-huh. And and if someone truly is a predator, they're not going to prey on people with power. They're going to prey on people who are weak. Yeah, exactly. Kids that kids that m- that think that they they need him. Yeah, right to move up, and they don't want to. And and, and families in in that case, and That's a good point. and the fact that but two, then there was that the fact kid. that two of the of the fathers committed suicide uh, is is. I it's an uncomfortable. But here's the thing: is like I've made a decision. I like Michael Jackson. I acknowledge what he did, or, yeah. or what he allegedly did, yeah. what he may have done. I'm acknowledging that it's it's not perfect, and I'm making choice to I still enjoy the music. There's a conspiracy he's still alive. What? There's a conspiracy that he's still alive. Maybe there, I, was, there was a video that was leaked 
I mean, he he literally has a different face than he was born with, so it's possible. Yeah, exactly. If anyone can do it, it's the guy who literally already did it. It was at the condo or con- like some sort of building where his daughter was, and it was a it was like a black SUV that was tinted black windows, and then somebody got out in like a, you know like in a garage, yeah. and he got out, and it would just looked like him with the hair and the way his body was, and it, but he looked like you can tell the person was older. He was walking kind of frail, and towards the end he was very frail. But anyway, so we don't know. We never yeah. know. But but my we'll thing is. Like we we always we're constantly making these decisions. It's never been harder than it is now. Yeah. Like Kevin Smith made movies with Miramax, which was funded by Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I think Kevin Smith's a good person. I like his movies. Um, but Ken, well, I don't support what Harvey Weinstein did just did because Kevin I like Smith, Miramax movies. Yeah. Right. Did Kevin Smith do anything? No. You're no. supporting Kevin Smith over Miramax. Exactly. I mean, he's but also, it, he's also the head of Miramax. He's not the only person that works in Miramax. There's correct. a lot of other people that are innocent. And it, it's it, we're constantly making these decisions. Yeah. To my point, and, and they're not clean. They're not easy to make. Never. We're, and they're all personal. Somebody else. If somebody else says I'm comfortable with Deshaun Watson being my quarterback, cool. I don't hold it against you. I I just I'm not comfortable with dudes using their power against women in vulnerable positions and there's too many accusations for me to feel comfortable with it especially that like especially that it didn't go to trial I'm left uncomfortable because it, it feels unsettled yeah you know like I mean? if the Cowboys downgraded to Deshaun Watson yeah that, downgrade 100% like I would be Deshaun Watson's never going to be as good as he was ever no. it's impossible the pressure's going to be too much the pressure missing a year all that I think the part that really bothers me about this is that in the last f- couple of years I would say between like the referees in the NFL right we've had more women referees yeah. there's been more coaches as well on staff yeah. imagine being front a team office. where your front office oh in the front office too but imagine being like yeah you know we're interested in Deshaun Watson as a quarterback and you're like on that coaching staff being like I'm gonna have to coach this fucking motherfucker even though we I, we absolutely know he did it even though we can't prove it essentially yeah. right like I mean, it's just a tough position. To it's be. Well, we see, we see with with, with the, and the story, It's inclusive to women, but also these women, if they're at or pink in October, if yeah. they're at that level, if they're in the front office, assistant GM, I think there is assistant GM, and yeah, uh, maybe I'm not sure. I know there's there's a girl from Montreal, there's, there's Philadelphia, no, like there's a lot of things, but like there's three. There's I know in, in Major League Baseball, for example, where they have their own case with Trevor Bauer, they have three women in the front offices. Yeah, the uh, the Marlins, Marlins have one as a general Asian, manager. She's the, the Mets have one as a general manager. And uh, or assistant general assistant manager, assistant general manager, because it's what's his name. And the Cubs, I believe, as well. Okay. In the front office. No, but just to say, it's like these women that are already at that level. They've already exp- they've already experienced crazy amounts of probably um, uh, misogyny, and you know, it's like a boys' club. So if you're accepting this person into your into your organization, and you have a woman, like let's say Deshaun Watson was a baseball player, he's never playing for the Marlins. Yeah, for good reason, right? He'll never play for the Marlins. He shouldn't. Exactly, like, and, and, and I, I would, I would understand why why women would be uncomfortable hiring. She would never look at him. She'd be like, "That's yeah. not, a, it's not a viable option for me." So the, these NFL teams, it's like, is the it, like, do they panic and look at the draft board? Or like, we're going to talk to Andy Mack and we'll ask him about the draft board. But like, the quarterback, the quarterback, uh, um, Kenny Pickett. Is yeah, it? like who, who's who's the next quarterback? Kenny Pickett's the well, Davis Mills is actually not bad. But he's not, yeah, but he's not bad. But who's the next? Yeah. Who's the next guy getting drafted? And it's like, there's really nobody. Yeah. Like you know, there's Jordan Love, there's Trey Lance. Like these guys haven't had their chances. And but like, here, I realistically, actually, I actually Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starter in Pittsburgh. I actually that's think that's what we're talking about here. That Deshaun Watson's going to start Week One because they're going to consider last year as time served. That would he's be not such a bad decision. And he actually got paid for the entirety of last season. Yeah, that would be such a bad decision. But I, I have a feeling that that's that's why he got paid he because he was being investigated. It wasn't and, it w- and he, he was wasn't on the exemplars. Exactly. Oh which he should God. have absolutely been on the exemplars. This but anyway. guy, man, he better have donated that money to like By the way, the, the uh, shelter or something. Uh, I just want to shout out. No, but because he does that's, that, that's though, an admission of guilt, it's, potentially. It's like a 
kind of an admission of guilt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I, yeah, he, he absolutely can't. Unfortunately, he can't apologize. Although the right thing to do is to apologize. He needs to bury it and then come out with like some. He's gonna he, not that he needs to. He will. He's gonna bury it, pay people off, whatever. It's gonna go away, and then he's gonna come out with some like uh, some sort of pro women like uh, a charity, and he's gonna go out and do a few Instagram videos. It's gonna happen. Time it. Same thing with Michael Vick did it too. Michael like. Yeah, and Michael Vick was in jail for two years. I but that's the thing: at least Michael Vick served a yeah. sentence for what he did. It's crazy. Yeah. We're talking about dogs first. I mean, I love dogs. And, and dogs. that's it. Like, right. okay, like literally, the NFL. If that, if, if they don't suspend Do- Deshaun Watson, the NFL would be showing us that they care more about dogs than women. Yeah, I think what he needs to do is commit an actual crime that they can prove. Yeah, that's of a lesser, uh, I guess intensity than this one so everyone will then know him as that what is the crime you committed but i, I guess if like, you're like beat a child or something right <laughs> i guess if you're yeah that only got adrian peters in three games if see? uh yeah, see? yeah so uh, but if i'm an owner okay and and there's no he's he's not innocent but he's not guilty either he's not proven guilty so he's innocent until proven guilty technically right and the nfl is saying we're allowing this person to be in the pool the free agency pool as an owner, you almost have an obligation to go after this player because he's the best oh, player. I, I, I can understand it. I'm saying, personally, as a fan, I don't want my team because I don't want to... Yeah, I agree. I don't want to be on... Well, I mean, I, think about it, right? Nobody's signing uh, Kaepernick because of the drama this is going to bring. You don't and, think this is going to bring drama? Oh, and that's, really? not even close. Drama, yeah. that's not even close. But imagine, imagine, you know? if, imagine if he was... Uh, imagine if the NFL was saying, no, he can't have him in, and then people are saying that he, he, they're racist because they're not let him in. Which I can see happening. Yeah, yeah. That's you're, they're fucked. They're fucked either way. Oh, like, <laughs> but no. here's the problem: is the NFL decided a long time ago to be the moral voice on this. Yeah, on, on all these things. So he, you decide to, to to take a stand on something that the justice system has has problems dealing with, who's far more equipped than the NFL. Uh, I do want to I do want to give a quick shout out, Terry. We talked about the women in the front office in baseball. This is really quick. Elizabeth Ben uh, got promoted to. Uh, for the Mets, she's the director of player personnel. She's a friend of mine. Uh, I'm really happy for her. So it's uh, for real. She, yeah, she used to work in a major league office. Really get happy her for her. I tried to. With the MLB is hard to get people she can't, on. Yeah, yeah, she couldn't come on with it. She she would, she tried to get on with us when uh, when uh, Kim Ng got hired by the by the. Uh, Let's get some the, tickets to the Mets the games, guys. I'll try that. Yeah. <laughs> I can probably swing. Oh, I love City Field. Before oh. we move on to the next topic, breaking news: Eli Apple re-signed with the Bengals. How many times is he going to get smoked next season? Oh, oh my God! By the way, Eli so Apple. Th- I my don't know favorite. How he has a job. My favorite stat is Eli Apple covered. Cooper Cup, eighty-eight percent of the time during the Super Bowl, uh, during the most recent Super Bowl. During that time, Cooper Cup was targeted twelve times and had twelve <laughs> catches. It's as if nobody was there. He he was literally air. He he guarded nothing. No, there was a couple times where he was on Cooper Cup. Fair, but yeah. every time the ball was thrown to Cooper Cup, he caught it. He caught it. So his job is to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. What was the what was the the? I'm gonna find out right now. No. What were we what were we using as a reference before? I said the chicken or the egg. What was it before? Uh, if you hear if there's a sound, and if oh, a tree falls in the forest yeah. and you don't hear, is there any, and nobody's there to hear, does make it sound. If if Eli, Eli Apple's is covering you, no one's there to see it. Did it happen? <laughs> no. If, if Eli Apple's covering you, but you catch every ball, did he really cover yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like do you win? Do you win Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, four million dollars for the year. So after uh, all of the details have been released now with Aaron Rodgers, he signs for three years for 150 million. So it's guaranteed. 
guaranteed, and it's still fifty million a year. So I don't understand the whole game of him saying that like the the numbers aren't true. And there's so this part of the year makes me uncomfortable because I always find it weird where regular people are trying to evaluate the worthiness of another human person and be like, well, that guy's not worth that much. Like, someone's willing to pay that person. If your boss offered you whatever amount of money and somebody else said, you're not worth that amount of money, it would be super weird. I get that all the so time, weird. actually. Oh, yeah, really? I say that to you all the time. <laughs> yeah, you don't look at what you're Oh, worth. and Alex Newton, whatever we're paying him, cut that shit, please. Why? Cut that in half. Why? Whatever we're paying him. Why? Uh, he's not worth it. <laughs> we need to improve him. Yeah, I don't think paying him more is helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so... He makes a big deal saying the information is not uh, accurate. And then basically all it's different is it's one year less. Yeah. And it's like, guy, who cares, man? Like, <laughs> what are you arguing with? You're just shouting at the wind. Exactly. I don't get it. I don't get it. So are you ha- are you happy with the terms of that eagle? Do you think Aaron Rodgers as a human is deserving of the money he's being paid? It's the weirdest question I've ever asked on any show. I'm now concerned about the rest of the team. Is it they're official? trying to put a franchise tag on Devontae Adams, and he said no. But I thought there uh, was, um, like, it wasn't true, the amount of money that he made. The it was just the year. It was, it's 150 over three instead, instead of 200 over, over four. four. So yeah, that's my that's that was literally my reaction. It's all all the information is correct. It's still cap friendly. It's thing. all bonus oriented. There's, there's, so there's two there's a, there's two years that are in option that would total two hundred million over. I five. love how he comes out and he's like, oh that yeah, those numbers and figures are wrong. Okay, but like they're not that wrong. Like, well, it technically, matter. it wasn't him. It was Pat McAfee that came out and said it. Yeah. And then he, he, Roger just said we haven't agreed on the final terms uh, yet. That's all that was. Yeah, you are right. You are. Right. But yeah, I'm I'm less concerned about Rogers because I mean. We knew if he wasn't going to retire, he was going to get paid. So he got paid, fine. Uh, but what happens with the rest of the team, right? Because, like I just mentioned before, uh, Devontae Adams doesn't want to play under franchise tags, so they have to figure out what they're doing there. Zarius Smith uh, is released. He didn't get signed by the Ravens after this point, so we got to figure out what's going I, on. I, in the, uh, did Aaron Jones line. get signed? Uh, ooh, I don't think so. Because I, I think, I think he's that. a free agent. Uh, oh. We have a special teams coach we have to hire. Oh. I'll do it. I'll I mean, yeah. anyone can do it. Yeah. Just I mean, listen, if Bill Belichick's son can be a coach, I mean, yeah. Well, he's got that mullet. So he's got the mullet. He's got the dip. He got the yeah. tongue. Yeah, um, that guy's a classic. So, so, I love that guy. Oh, uh, my type of guy. And he's, and Rogers is potentially back with his fiance. Maybe question mark. It's very strange what's going on there too. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. he just had like a we'll little mini midlife cleanse. crisis, and now he's kind of undoing all the stuff he did. Maybe he got dirty again. And he needs another cleanse. Yeah. My 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 favorite thing in all this is that. When you see people saying, football. like, oh, all this money for an overrated quarterback, you realize Matt Ryan was the highest paid quarterback before this. And right? still is, per technically. Year. Actually, yes. Because of the terms <laughs> of the deal. Being- <laughs> what about Russell Wilson? No? Uh, no. no. Oh, he got Matt Ryan's got 48 plus bonuses. What about uh, Mahomes? Mahomes uh, no, will, be the highest, yet, will be the highest. Will be. Okay, yeah. but technically it's But just to say, yeah. right now, like, it's not, it's not who, who got... You don't get paid the most for being the best. You get paid the most for signing the most recent contract. Yeah, it's because always I want more than that guy. Yeah, exactly. Right? It always uh, every it's always a uh, five million dollars more. Kirk Cousins and then Dak and then you know like it is what it is. It's just it's the it's the way the market is. Terry, uh, for guys about our age, um, it was a sad moment this week. I don't I don't really mourn celebrity deaths, but this one kind of hurt a little bit. Wrestling. Scott Hall passed away. Yeah, Razor Ramon. The, the he was uh he the was to Latins what. Robert De Niro was the Latins in in Scarface. Yes, it's Al two Pac- white guys Al being Pacino, Latin people. Not Robert De Niro. Oh, sorry, yeah, Al Pacino. That's a good point. Sorry, I got my Italian. That's, that's a good reference. Yeah, thanks, man. 
because you <laughs> thought he was Spanish because you know yeah. he had the, like the dark hair, he was tan, he had like the chest hair, the bad guy, you know, and he yeah. put on an awful uh, Latin accent. He sounded which, Russian but in the nineties we thought that was a Latin accent. Yeah, and then he would throw a toothpick. Yeah, you know, and I actually tweeted last week when he passed away. I said, I said uh, when I saw Scott Hall. Uh, so the only people when growing up, the only people I saw with a toothpick in their mouth all the time was was my grandfather or old Greek people. I used to see Scott Hall with a toothpick in his mouth all the time, and I found it weird. And that was like, that's how I remember Razor Ramon was like the toothpick, and then he would flick it into the crowd. Yeah, he'd be the asshole, and he would do his fucking thing. And then you know all the stories we saw with Dim- Diamond Dallas Page at the end, he was wrestling yeah. and he looked awful. It was so sad, and then he kind of brought his life back. And then I hope he died happy. I don't know what his situation was at the end, though. He well, he he uh, he had hip surgery, and yeah. in the hip surgery, it dislodged the blood clot that led to three consecutive heart attacks. Oh, poor guy. And it, so, uh, so during the surgery, it happened. Yeah, earlier oh. that day, I read uh, Kevin Nash post on Twitter that um, he the fa- he was they were just waiting for the family to all arrive yeah. in the same place to basically pull the plug because, like, the amount of brain damage he would have suffered, he wouldn't have been. Oh, yeah, open, open yeah. like that, having heart attacks a- under anesthesia. There's no way. Yeah, he he, he would have been because uh, the blood clots got to his brain too. It was, oh. it was just bad. And like he's, he was but a recovered alcoholic, recovered drug addict. Like it was, uh, he he did all the things. Like he he yeah, he didn't look great at the end, but he's somebody who really tortured his body. Uh, and I don't know if you remember this, Terry, but in 1999, WCW used his rehab as an as a bit for the show. I like, remember, yeah. They used his tr- real-life rehab. Yeah, but he signs off on it, though. But, man, that's just so but creepy. But these guys, especially back then, they yeah, would they sell their lives for a They story. didn't feel like they had an option, right? Yeah, like, they would do anything, man. They just, it's like, now it's like, with everything, it's like everybody's kind of babied, and you'll, you, you know, you... You don't really have to earn your spot as much as they did before. Yeah. And he's like, listen, if I'm in my rehab, I want to come out and be fresh. I don't want people to forget about me. So he's like, all I remember that story. He approved the story yeah. because he just wanted to stay in the storyline without like while he was in there. So like, and, and he was such a such a big star. They didn't they never needed him to fight for like a major belt. Uh, yeah, he was like the intercontinental. Yeah, intercontinental. Champ. Exactly. He was the tag team champ with Kevin Nash with the Outsiders. Yeah. Uh, there was a Wolf Pack, remember NWO Wolf Pack with Conan, X Pac, and he he uh, was it X Pac or was it he was one two three kid, and then he was X Pac. He was X Pac with uh, D- the generation, but X. then when he came to WCW, he was still X Pac because that was his last. Name. It's his name yeah. on Twitter now, X Pac. Yeah, he was great too. The Bronco Buster. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But he he. Uh, the thing you, people forget about Scott Hall is uh, I found out through him on Twitter because I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> random, yeah. He was he he's he was six foot seven, so to, that level of athleticism at that size wasn't yet seen in wrestling. Like he really was uh, groundbreaking. What was way. his finishing move? The Razor's Edge, yeah, or the Outsider's Edge? Yes, uh, yeah. But so it was the Razor's Edge. It was the Razor's Edge. I, I think I, if you if you hand me like you the Nintendo the game, was? I could still do it. Remember what the move was? It was like uh, he would put you up on on his back. It was kind of like a suplex, but he would carry you like on his back. Reverse suplex, sort of thing. Kind of, but he would have you. His hands would be under your armpits. He was like and a cross, and you you'd be facing the ceiling, and then you would fall down. He would fall down with you, and then he'd like hit your head on the ground, yeah. and then that was the move. And then he would do, go old it, school wrestling. Old school wrestling finishing moves were just regular <laughs> wrestling moves with like a flourish. But, but the thing is, what was great about them back then was that there was things you can do on your brother. Yeah. Or have your brother have do to you? Oh, or if you have am- a little sister, just the amount of times yeah. I gave my brother sweet chin music and and 100%. accidentally kicked him on, per- <laughs> kicked him was the worst. One hundred percent. You know how many times that my brother and my cousin Tony would double double Boston crab me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, I haven't done the Boston crab in twenty years. I, and then Boston crab with a cross face crippler. 
Yeah. Or the, the stunners. How many stunners have you given in your life? None stop. Like there's pro- I probably I've probably given and I'm not even exaggerating here. I'm probably I've probably given over a thousand stunners. You're now. underselling it. Yeah. Underselling. And it. I think grade six I did nine hundred and ninety of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, like I never understood I never understood how the figure four was supposed to hurt. The figure four hurts the person applying to it. Yeah. Applying <laughs> the, it really, the, yeah, no, it yeah, does. It only hurts the person doing it. Legit, because it's it's a catch wrestling move. So you put yourself in the lock, and then you put the pressure on. So it's stupid. You, yeah. You're putting the pressure on your own knee. Because then all you have to do is, remember, the, the reverse would be you just flip. You just turn around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we oh, have breaking news happening right now coming in the NFL. Uh, you should all check your phones to make sure you have the details. This is coming from a Ian Rappaport. Sources, according to shit. the Raiders are in the final stages of trading for the Packers, Devontae Adams, who receives a new contract to make him the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. That part's not there. But Vegas sends back a first round pick, potentially more picks and a player. That's huge. Devontae nice Adams player. contract Tyler is Jones. 141 over five years, which comes to about 28 million a year. Wow. And he has huge. Derek Carr throwing him the ball. Hey, that's not bad, man. He can do much worse. He can do much worse. Uh, it's not Aaron Rodgers, though. But so, Eagle, how do you feel with your Packers now? Just get another wide receiver. Well, a you, lot of them. you say that they haven't done that for years. Yep. It's yep. now it's now Aaron Rodgers and just the shopping carts. Yep. Um, hey, this is this gives us a chance. By the way, remember I said I didn't think for there was like one week where I was like I don't think Devontae Adams is good. It's just Aaron Rodgers making him good, and then he made like nineteen ridiculous catches that weekend. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> Maybe though, this is the chance. This is the chance where, like, if he's terrible this year, I could be like, "See, I was right all along." Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have a new segment we want to debut today. We call it "Cutting Coroner's Grand Prix." Um, it is where Eagle will test us with our knowledge of Formula One. I used to watch Formula One with my grandfather every Sunday morning, uh, but I haven't watched it uh, since his passing, which was I used twelve to do years the same ago. Same thing, actually. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I used to watch it all the time, and then. It just you know yeah. it's, it's one of those things that we had that connection point, but Terry's gotten back into it with the Netflix show uh, Drive to Survive. It's great, man. So if I beat you, Terry, this is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. this is embarrassing. Wait, you weren't so prepared for this? What was Eeks prepared for this? We told yeah, him about of course. it. Oh, okay, okay. And it's on the script. So, so I have I have six terms. Six, Jesus, oh. from F one. Okay. Some of them are going to be easier than others. So try okay. and do them in about thirty seconds or less. Um, oh, are we seconds. answering together or are we separate? One each. Is one each. Okay, one cool. each. So I'm just going to go in order here. So Terry, you get the very first question. And these are going to be definitions coming directly from the F1 website. So these are official terms. I haven't made them up or anything. They're actual words in the lexicon. Your word is chicane. Oh, I heard this before. I heard this on the show. Chicane. 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 Can I hear it in a sentence, please? <laughs> oh, that that dude tur- did that chicane like a badass motherfucker. Uh, can you can you spell it for me? C H I C A N E. Okay, that's what I thought it was. I feel like it's something. I know this one. I feel like it's something while you're driving. It's something. Uh, Eagle, tell me if I'm warm or cold here. It's something that while you're driving, it happens to a driver on the car. The chicane. It's a piece of the car. Nowhere close. No. No. Okay. So the chicane is a tight sequence of corners yes. in alternate direction, usually yes. inserted into a circuit to slow the cars, often just before what had been a high speed corner. So imagine like yeah. a quick left and a quick like right type of thing. Like an yeah. S. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you it know doesn't what? have to be an S, but m- most of the time it is. As you're saying it, I remember the guy, the announcer for the F1, first of all, one of the best announcers awesome. in sports. Legend. So much yeah. energy. 
We're racing in Baku. Uh, it's and he's um, by himself in the booth. By himself. Yeah. It's so impressive. Anyway, so when you said uh, the when you started describing it, I'm like, I I I can hear him saying as they move through the chicane. He's great, that guy. What his right. name is? What's his name? I, I don't know. I watched it in French. Uh, oh, Peas, your word is slipstreaming. Oh, slipstreaming is when you're dri- driving oh. behind another driver and you're using Come him on. to cut the uh, resistance. That from was the easy. Correct. So is chicane, uh, motherfucker. It's no, an it's not chicane. Chicane uh, is so much easier than No, chicane very easy. Uh, slipstreaming <laughs> is... Fuck? I knew both. I knew both so far. So. A driving tactic when a driver is able to catch the car ahead and duck in behind its yeah. rear wing to benefit from reduction of drag bake, over its body and hopefully be able to achieve a superior maximum speed to slingshot past before the next corner. Shake and bake. All right. All right. It's a little bullshit, Terry, but whatever. This one over here is another easy hand me down. Your word is pole position. Oh, pole position is when you finish uh first in qualifying, so you're the fir- you're at pole you're the first place to start the race. Oh, I thought it was the first dancer of the <laughs> night. <laughs> so that is correct. Which yeah, is probably the, the same, first same, same, same. the first place on the starting yeah, grid. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, Peas... I'll say I'll say no. after why I'm impressed with that form. Okay, and Peas, your uh, word is going to be formation lap. A formation lap is uh, a lap they take in practice prior to setting their official times. That is correct. Yes, it's a lap before the start of the race when the cars are driven around from the grid to form up on the grid again to start the race. They're warming up the tires. Sometimes referred to the warm up lap or parade lap. Uh, I thought I thought tire warm up. They they chicane their tires, so to speak. (laughs) I thought what it was was when. there's like a, some sort of flag that makes them all restart. You know what I thought it was? It's uh, where I'm winning two, two to one. <laughs> <laughs> and I have more no, two, than 10 years. Two nothing. I you got one. It. You got the pole position. Oh, yeah. pole position. Yeah, two one P's right now. Okay, two one P's. Um, Terry, I'm going to go with the one that's slightly easier here. You get the Hans device, spelled H-A-N-S. Those are all capital letters because it's an abbreviation for something. Device. Hans device. And who am I? You gave me Who a scenario. Are you, Terry? No, you gave me a scenario. No, you're, you're just Hans <laughs> device. No, That's your word. I'm given a Hans device. Yeah, you're given one. I'm given the word. What does it do? <laughs> the word. All right, <laughs> I have I have a Hans device yeah. in my hand. Well, it's a great Hans device. Yeah, it's yeah. Tastes delicious. the Hans team. It stands for something. It's an abbreviation. Hans. You don't have to tell me what the abbreviation is. Just tell me what this device is. Okay, I feel like this adds some sort of suspension. So when uh, you hit like a pothole on these tracks, pothole, yeah, potholes okay. on these tracks, they, they drive in Montreal. Yeah, okay. exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, well, especially I mean, we have one here, right? Yeah, so, where yeah. there's no pothole. The but only place in the city where there's no pothole <laughs> the only place is where there's billions of dollars invested. Uh, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, it, it it it's for your suspension and it adds some sort of speed while you are racing. So the Hans device is short for the head and neck support device. Oh, I love that. A thing. mandatory safety device that fits over the driver's shoulders and connects to the back of the helmet. It's like, it's like Brian Cox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. so that when they, if ever <laughs> like they get into an accident, their neck and their head stay stabilized, so they don't just yeah. Snap and and, and, I, and there was, I was actually wondering, I'm like, how? Like, I saw them put the thing on, and then they have the straps, right? Yeah. And then I was wondering, I'm like, how, their neck must go like back and forth. But now, when I watch them, because the Huns, because the Huns, yeah. it stops them. The Huns has saved a lot of concussions, it but has, these guys must have. Crazy. I was gonna give you Halo as the other one, which no, is the device that, that goes on top of the car to prevent other cars from landing on it. And essentially. Yeah, yeah, and that saved uh, Lewis Hamilton's exactly. life exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know so that, I'm a that is incorrect, Terry. Yeah. Peas, I mean, you've already won at this point, but if you really want to one-up Terry here, because you'd be 5-0 five, five and oh up till now, and then if you get this one, it would be a perfect six. What is the DRS? Oh, DRS is a, is a drivetrain support system. 
right? It's to prevent the front wheels from locking. Actually, no. No? So, five or six. Uh, DRS it stands for Drag Reduction System, oh, reduction. but it's also known as the Adjustable Rear Wings. It allows the driver to adjust the wing between two predetermined settings from the cockpit, which means that they can activate it when they're less than one second behind another car at predetermined points on the track to get more speed, essentially. I, ha I have an admission to make. I know a lot of these things because I've been slamming Gran Turismo 7 for a week now. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of these terms are used in Gran Turismo. Well, Gran Turismo, is that, it's not an F1 game, is that? No, but it's a racing game. A racing but they game. use a lot I of the same terminology. I remember I used to get it, but I, I got it. It's a, excellent, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I got an F1 F1 game. I remember when I went to Greece the first time. The PS2 one? It was a PS2 one, yeah. It's so good. So we, we had a PS2 over there in my grandparents' house in Greece, and my little cousin and I would just play that all day. It's While my so other good. cousins were at the beach, we were just playing. Uh, it was insanely hard, but so good. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to interview Andy McNamara of Sportsnet and of UFF, and he's going to talk to us about a sick draft party. And we're back. Joining us, as promised, is Andy McNamara. He joins us from SportsCenter and, of course, UFF Sports. Um, and Andy, you, uh, we'll get into those things, of course, but you have exciting news about a draft party in Vegas. Yeah, guys, first of all, great to be back on with you. Been way too long. Um, Absolutely. but we got, we got through UFF sports. We're, we're have as one of our partners circa Las Vegas. Okay. They're an owner in multiple leagues of ours. I head up the football side. So they said, Andy, why don't you have an NFL draft party package of VIP experience right here at Circa. I said, well, hell yeah, let's put it together. So what we did is we have the VIP experience. If you are not going to be at the at the physical draft in Vegas, at the stadium, this is the next best thing. You're not going to be able to get a ticket. So you have a roped off VIP section at Stadium Swim. Guys, look it up. My words cannot do it justice. I was there in July. It is on, the screens are honestly the size of like a three-story house and like multiples of them. You got, I felt like I was in a movie. I felt like I was an entourage. There's, there's women spraying champagne all over. I'm like, what's going on? How, how? We get, you get drinks, you get food, you get the experience, you get to watch the draft. And then afterwards, it's included in the package is to Legacy Club, which again, my words cannot describe it properly. View, panoramic view of all, all the Las Vegas Strip. And guys, not only is there like this humongous bar that goes all the way up to the roof, they, for some reason, have, I don't know why, but it's like an Ocean's Eleven movie, okay? They have gold bars in a rotating glass case. That's wild. I, Just because. I don't know why they why? have it. Why? 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 Because why? you don't, Terry. Because, <laughs> because you don't. Because you don't. That's right. Because, because they can. And yeah. there's there's a couple of drink tickets in there. So, in any case, it's going to be a great uh, time there. We're having a, a welcome thing the day before, the 28th, and then our uh, new ultimate college fantasy football league our franchise auction is happening on the 29th there as well but yeah if you want to come to vegas hit the guys up hit me up on twitter and we'll send you the we details will do. we will do I mean, that's nuts we got to convince the wives to i know go. i know i'm very i already that's sent right message. bring I'll them to the link to to uh to uh stadium swim like you said because it does andy, look awesome andy was saying you get it's this awesome. you get this you get this and all i can think of Get divorced. Get divorced. Get to live on the couch. <laughs> get to live at Terry's yeah. place. Yeah. That's right. You get, to, you get to have a new roommate. Then you start moving up back in life. Yeah. You, know? yeah. yeah. you rebuild it. You, you rebuild, rebuild it from yeah. the bottom. You know, we, we, we're building from the ground up is what we're absolutely, doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it yes. sounds super exciting. Um, it's, it's an exciting time of year for football fans, right? Like we have, of course, the NFL draft coming. Yeah. Uh, free agency is open. But it is less exciting for Cleveland Browns fans. Um, 
the the strange cryptic message from Baker Mayfield uh, was one thing because obviously uh, they courted Deshaun Watson in public and yeah he's not going to be happy the, with they want with them yeah. wanting to replace him. How how do you feel about all that? Him requesting a trade, the team declining uh, that request, and so on. I'll quote from the old series Mad Men when the guy got in the elevator and he said, "Not great, Bob." That's how I feel. Not great. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. <laughs> I feel not good. I feel not good is my reply. Um, it, it's a total mess. It seems like the Browns just got in their own way. Like, yeah. okay, I understand you want Deshaun Watson maybe because of the talent. And apparently that was communicated to Baker Mayfield's camp, the agent at the combine, that if a quarterback came available, they were going to do their due diligence. However, they didn't apparently tell them that they would be flying down to meet Deshaun Watson. Baker found out about that on social, got pissed off, and now he wants a trade. And the Browns replied with no. <laughs> they replied <laughs> Which with is no. weird, yeah. Thank you, no. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, I think the reason, guys, is because they got no other option. What else are you going to do? You're going to give Case Keenum on the roster, a uh, hard pass. Yeah. You're going to get Jimmy Garoppolo off a shoulder surgery? That's not exciting. Yeah. Trade for Derek Carr? Okay. Like, Matt, like, where else do you go? There's three other – whoever doesn't get Deshaun Watson, there's three or four other teams who still need a quarterback. Oh, yeah. yeah. The draft I'm not super impressed with. Same. So, you know, it's like, yeah, now you have to go back to Baker Mayfield. I just think the front office handled it so poorly. Um, what do – I mean, is is this Stefanski kind of just like a little being a little nervous? Is, is he on a short leash? I no. Um, as far as I know, uh, and I got some good connections in the Cleveland media, uh, Stefanski and the general manager, Andrew Barry, are in lockstep. That's that right. is not an issue. They are of one mind, one goal. So everything there with Deshaun, with the quarterback, that's all a, a big front office and coaching staff agreement of, yeah. of what they think is, is, is the right way to do it. Um, they want to get better than Baker. My argument is this. When Baker Mayfield is healthy in year one of Stefanski's tenure, where he won coach of the year, Baker Mayfield looked amazing in that offense. And in week, now very small sample size, but last season, up until week two, he had the highest completion percentage in the NFL. Two weeks, I understand, but shoulder injury, battered up, OBJ stuff, it was a mess. I don't know why you wouldn't trot him back for year five, prove it deal. If he doesn't do it, you give him the boot. If he does, he either gets paid in Cleveland or he gets paid somewhere else. Yeah. But now you have a disgruntled Baker Mayfield, and it's going to come down to, um, I don't think Baker would sit out. No one else is going to give him $18.89 million this year. Uh, so I think he'd have to play. Maybe he can do that. Okay, chip on my shoulder. But the rest of this team, I don't know how you – the quarterback's the leader, guys. Yeah. The rest of this team knows he's gone and doesn't want to be here. How does that work? But it, it's strange it's because... Willie Beeman effect. I think I actually yeah. compared him to Willie Beeman at the beginning of his career, and he's becoming Willie Beeman. It's weird. But it, it's it's strange because, like, he, he played most of last season with, like, liquid bones because of how many yeah. injuries yeah. he had. And, like, while he was playing with all these injuries, the team is not extending him. And then on top of that, while he's still playing and not completely disgruntled while not getting that extension a year early, which has become the standard for, for uh, first-round picks in the NFL. They're also then trading away all the pieces. I understand the situation with Odell Beckham, but they give Landry the ability to search for his own trade. They cut out Austin Hooper. Uh, they, they basically just break the roster down around him. Yeah. 
And I just don't understand what the vision is. Because even if you bring in Deshaun Watson, there's nothing left other than Amari Cooper's a nice signing. But, you know, you have a couple of running backs and, and a single wide receiver. It seems like a strange way to build a roster. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's right. just... Oh, sorry, Andy, go for, go for it. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, I was going to say, you bring Amari Cooper in, and I, I actually think this is a addition by subtraction in some form. Jarvis had to go. Um, now, we love him for what he did and changed the culture, but he was still pro-OBJ. Never talked to the media after the OBJ trade. Oh, okay? he did. Well, no, never talked the to the media friends. after that. Yeah. Plus, yeah, they're like BFFs. <laughs> uh, but, but also, last two years, he's been super injured. He has four touchdowns combined in those years. He's thirty year, going to be 30 years old, and he's going to get over $16 million. Yeah, it's nuts. No. And Austin Hooper, who we I love the signing when they got him, he hasn't done barely anything offensively. They extended David Njoku, and you have Harrison Bryant on the rookie contract. So they've said, okay, we're choosing the athleticism and youth of Njoku over Hooper. We're going to have Bryant in there as the backup, who's a, a cheaper you know, third-round pick, whatever he was. Mm. Um, so I don't mind that. You still need to add a wideout in the draft. One guy I love is Christian Watson, who I think you could get yeah. in the second round. That dude is a freak show, and I want him. I want him. He's my combine crush, guys. I want him in my life. Christian Watson, please. Okay? I don't know if I'm going to get him, but I want him. Uh, you had a guy in the draft in the second round, and this is a deep enough wide receiver class where you can get a quality starter, if not a star, in the second round. All of a sudden, you got Cooper, mystery rookie, Najoku who can ball out, and those two studs in the backfield, Chubb and Hunt. Whoever the quarterback is, Baker Mayfield or a lateral mover or whoever, that's that's still not bad. Yeah. So the the uh, the uh, the thing I was curious about though, like when you see Austin Hooper cut, it's like, well, you don't like a guy who catches the ball and immediately falls down. That's not your that's not your thing, Andy. <laughs> um, but you talked about the draft, and honestly, this year was interesting. Uh, a lot of my teams personally had Najee Harris. Uh, and Waddle, and both of these guys were rookies that immediately paid off. You're a guy who studies fantasy and the draft uh, about equally as much. So, who can people look for in this draft as guys they can look for as uh, you know fantasy impactful players immediately this season? I think we look right away to that wide receiver group right away. I think we're going to have a fun rookie class, guys, for real life watching and for fantasy. Look at the two Ohio State guys. Olave and Wilson, right? You got those two guys right out of the gate. Now, this is an interesting draft, guys, as well, because you can – I'm calling it sort of like a, the Neapolitan ice cream of, of wide receivers because you can get a little flavor of everything. You can get an Olave or Wilson six feet, both around 190 pounds, maybe a little less, speedy outside guys but a little light. You can get somebody else like a Christian Watson, who I said, or a Drake London. Oh, man, if that guy can figure out the hands a little bit more – and I liked what I saw at the combine. Uh, he had some drop issues in college, but if he's corralled that, you got a six foot five guy. Oh yeah, who can who can win any jump ball? Obviously, going up against five ten receivers. I said Christian Watson as well. There's a few other players who are those in betweeners. You know, you can have a slot, you can have a wide, you can have. There's a bit of everything. So the wide receiver class to me is the most exciting when it comes to guys who can be day one contributors yeah. uh, in the yeah. NFL because we're seeing it more and more that you can get wideouts in the right situation that can come in and go. So I think the wide receiver class is going to be the deepest. We're also seeing it uh, later on in the draft. Usually you'll see like the top five receivers in the, in the, in the, in the draft will have like an impactful fantasy season, but now you're seeing it 
across the board. Like guys getting drafted in the third, fourth round, they're all having impacts because of the way the offense is in the NFL. It's all pass heavy, which yeah. I mean, it's it's the way it's going. And I don't know. I, I think we're going to see a year where no running back gets drafted in the first three rounds. I think we're going to see that soon. You know what? I think this might be the year we don't see anybody in the first round. Like I'm not super yeah. excited um, of happened? any of the running backs. Yes. Um, sure, now, yeah. you know, so guys, you know what's happened? Actually, and it goes in a little bit of, of cycles. Um, Trent Richardson, when the Browns drafted him, spooked teams for two years. I believe it was two years that running back was not taken in the first round because people got spooked out of the bus that became poor Trent Richardson. And then well, we he's saw come back. blind though, so because he didn't see any of the holes oh. that were presented to him. <laughs> the, the the compilations of his bank account. Are awesome. <laughs> or in his bank account. Poor guy. Oh, Trent. My God. Trent Richardson and Brandon Wien in the same draft for the Browns. What a Brent, mess. Yeah, man, Good Lord. The Browns are uh, they're so funny, man. That story is crazy. And that's why I was asking about, about Stefanski and um and Barrett, because I was like, I hope they don't like just say, okay, we're gonna get rid of these guys now because like you know, it seems like they're doing a good job, but yeah. Anyway, I'm. Yes. I, I'm, I've been like a pseudo Browns fan for a long time, for a long time. I we like we, we need the help, man. I like the colors. I like the colors. Look at that; it's nice. It is. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, Wait, guys, I gotta ask you this. I gotta ask you a serious question. What do I if the Browns get rid of Baker Mayfield? What do I do with all my Baker stuff? I have a lot of it. You frame a it. lot of it. You frame it. I have. Um, I have a rookie autograph card here. I got one of those like pop things, those pop uh, whatever little characters. I have a I have a, a thing with the football piece of the football limited edition when he got the most rookie touchdown. I have t-shirts. I got a hoodie. What do I do? You put it all in a box and you FedEx it to their field with a handwritten note to management saying you've lost a lifelong fan. Yeah, exactly. Or or they you know go it's to Facebook alive. Marketplace. You go to Facebook Marketplace and you sell them. You sell all the Baker stuff by a dozen. Yeah. But you include a Baker's free one. Dozen. And it's a Baker's dozen. And it's a Baker's dozen. I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh. Um. No, I mean, that rookie card, I mean, I'm sure it'll be worth like at least $12 by the time he's done. Oh, look how nice this is, though. Look, I'll hold it up, guys. Look, look at that. That's very That's nice. an Origins. Look, 12, on 12 card dollars. auto, no 12. sticker, on card. And it's a, a three of 49. That's a sweet card. Okay, $13. Yep. 13 hey, it's definitely oh, worth the 13 bucks. <laughs> it's, it's worth a Baker's dozen amount of dollars. I'd buy, you know what? Oh, I, the va- if the value is $13, card. I'll buy it for 15 off. You know, if the You're river buy- was still on fire, you can just throw it all into there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Andy, it is St. Patrick's Day. As for anyone who's watching the show, they can see, of course, you're wearing the shamrock. They can uh, see it through you, too. Our green screen is making your shirt disappear. <laughs> is it really? I didn't think oh, about no. that, actually. His shirt is green. Um, yeah. You're um, also a little bit green, by the oh, way. This is great. It, there's a little tone of it. It's, little, I had to up the filter a little bit. You know what? Yeah. You're right, because I look at myself on the screen and it looks a little. You're off, disappearing right? a little. Yeah. 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 You, you, you're like Marty McFly's parents in the first movie. It's just a great yeah. off shirt. Um, starting. But so um, I know I know you've gotten um, you know you got a family you're responsible of course uh, in the days where you used to get after it what were your St Patrick's Day festivities like Oh man uh, you know what the, what's great about Facebook is you get those memories like oh yeah, yeah. I used to do stuff I used to do <laughs> stuff <laughs> it used to be fun we do pub crawls I actually found one shirt today I forgot. Me and a couple, a couple of my friends, we got shirts that said, kiss me, I'm Irish. We had kiss me, and it was our name on it. So I have a kiss me, I'm Andy shirt. Unsuccessful. Unsuccessful yeah. shirt. Damn shame. You can't no tell takers. people your name, Andy. They don't that's want to know your no name on St. Patty's Day. That's true. That's, well, that's, you know, maybe that was my mistake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we would get after. I actually hosted one time at, um, in Toronto the Steam Whistle Brewery. Had a yeah. huge St. Patrick's Day. Had I think it was, it was uh, 
close to 700 people. Oh, no. um, and I did like, yeah, it's I was like, emceeing swinger, it. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. By the by the Sky Dome or Roger Center. Yeah. So I, I hosted there once and they paid me in cash and tall boys of steam whistle. So the end was a bit sloppy, which was fun. Yeah. But yeah, it would just be pub crawls and out, go out and get it, you know, usual stuff. I never got into the St. Paddy's thing. Oh, like, it's big. I'm not because I'm not a big like I like beer, but I'm not like a guy who can drink like twelve beers in a sitting. Like it's not. I like, I have a remarkable tolerance for beer. Like uh, yeah, there's really? certain substances that I will fall to the floor immediately, but I can drink beers all day. Yeah, I can drink beers all I day. I guess long. I'm like that with whiskey. Whiskey, I can pound them back, yeah. man. Like it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. It's, my uh, wife I'm, and I are looking forward to getting to the parade for the first time in two years because we were shut down. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, but of course, our tolerances are not what they were. When we <laughs> when they were younger so we'll see how that goes yeah. see how that goes uh andy thank you for coming on the show of course if you want to follow him you can fan- follow him at andy mc81 on twitter uh great follow uh yeah, also best. if you if you like if you even have any hopes of winning in fantasy football terry i'm looking at you because you're terrible at fantasy football so uh, oh <laughs> listen four, four leagues this year three playoffs two finals lost in the finals both of them. but there you go. So that was, but the year before, five leagues, zero playoffs. Yeah, that was terrible. Like it was Ooh. bad. It that was, was bad. terrible. Yeah. I, I actually felt bad. Yeah, it was we were awful. playing yeah, every, every time we faced off against each other. I was like, should I bench my entire team because I feel <laughs> no, bad? Because <laughs> I, I remember asking Andy this question the first time. I said, should I get the same players across the board in all my leagues? And you said, I don't. I, I, I say, to, I tell you not to do that, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I still did it. And that's right. <laughs> well, here's the point. See? Listen to Andy. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, had, I had Henry Ruggs in all my leagues this year, though. I will say that was a mistake. Oh, was, I mean, was, was it a mistake? I mean, I made the right decision. He, he made a mistake. He made yeah. He, it was. It was Henry who did exactly. have the error. Yeah. I was good. I'm good for oh, sure. So do do check him out at UFF Sports. Do check him out at Sportsnet. Uh, he does some great coverage. I, I look. You know, Terry and I both go to him for fantasy advice. So yeah. to be honest, it's uh, it's anytime, uh, guys. Thank Anytime. you so much for joining us. How do you get oh, tickets oh, guys, for the uh, the draft event? Yes. So if you if you want to go and we'll we'll post it up too. It's on. Yeah. If you go we'll to you know my Twitter, it's all over the place. Um, but you can you know message the guys here if you want, and I can get you the info. Otherwise, hit me up on Twitter at andymc81, Instagram too at andymcsports. Um, you, you know I'll give the email out my work one, Andy at uffsports.com. No junk mail, but Andy no at uffsports.com. And I'll uh, I'll send you the info gladly. Going to be a hell of a time, guys. I'm Don't spam Andy. It's, it's Andy. one of a time. Thanks it's for coming spam, on. It's not spam. It's NFTs. It's NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on, buddy. Uh, it was it's always a blast. We'll talk to you soon. All, All right, right, boys. Talk to you later. And we're back. Yeah. Totally shot in order. Andy McNamara was awesome. Yeah. Um. Look. It's too bad he didn't get to react to all the news because it just. I mean. Some things are more important. Yeah, we just we couldn't talk about breaking news as it happened during the interview. It would have been great to talk to Andy. Yeah, because we totally recorded in order. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> honestly, like I really hope we can make that that draft party in Vegas work because that would be that would be pretty sick. No. Uh, Andy's a great dude. Uh, really enjoyed having him on. Me too, man. Andy's always like he's uh, our second three Peter and. Uh, yeah. Every year, maybe we should have him on every year. We, we should do. have him on again. We have had him on literally. No, I'm just like, we should just never stop. And we never stop. Maybe have him on more. Never often. stop, never stop. Him. Never stop, never stop. Him. Never saw that movie. Always wanted to. Great movie. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do this reasonably quickly. The first one Slaint, Slainty, Slanty. Slanty. Calling cowards. They drew his take, but perhaps needed a lesson on beer consumption. So for, he's pouring a beer in a glass for those listening. It looks like Red Terribly, Bull. Terribly, too. Who pours like this? It also looks like Red Bull. Oh. 
good. There's nothing worse than hearing Colin Cowherd's orgasm voice. Yeah. A good, cold, refreshing beer. Oh, he's going to drink it that way with all that foam. Yeah, he didn't drink anything. Always a good idea. Always a good idea. You know, I don't. Foam is a good I don't like to dunk on people. I mean, outside of a game, a pickup basketball to Y. My nickname was Dominique, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, anyway, I think Cleveland Dominique owes me an like apology. The, the female version. Who owes him an apology? Delicious. Oh, uh, because of Baker? Yeah. They don't owe him an apology. He was wrong. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah. Well, he, he, also said, <laughs> he also said Matt Stafford couldn't win a Super Bowl because he wore his hat backward. So uh, Colin Cowherd's <laughs> become Skip Bayless. Yeah. That's sad. It's got to be a gimmick at That's this point. That's sad. Right? It is. It is. It has is a gimmick, too. But, like, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's uh, sad. Like, so here's the thing. Like you, you can't pour a beer. I, I make beer. I'm an authority. I'm, I'm granting myself authority yeah. status. You, if you're pouring beer, you need to get two fingers of foam. That's the exact amount of foam. You can't go no foam because then like all that the shit happens to your thing? stomach. Yeah. So you need, you need to have two fingers of foam. What we saw there, you, can, like you can't pour straight into a glass. It's got to be a slight angle. Colin Coward, that is trash. Speaking of stomach, let's hurry this up because I gotta take a dump. Sounds good. Uh, next, next one. Uh, Chariots of Fire. The Montreal Canadiens have moved on from Ben Charot by trading him to Florida for a first-round pick uh, for Tyler Smilniak and a fourth-round pick in 2022. And a, a first-round pick. And a first-round first pick. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a great deal. I mean, listen, we knew he was going to get traded. The fact that Ken, that Ken Hughes can go and get this is nuts to me. And, every, and Twitter exploded today, including Alex Anton. It's, it's the best uh, scenario because Florida is going for it now. Yeah. And they don't care about the future. Yeah. And honestly, I, I, I mentioned this in our chat. Like, Florida has been my favorite team to watch this yeah, season. Yeah, it's great. I've watched them much more than I've watched the Habs, yeah, which is sure. weird because I normally only watch the Habs. Yeah. But they're so much fun. Uh, I'm happy. It's, a, for it's a good trade for both sides. Yeah. And I think the Habs rebuilding is, is perfect times. for them. Perfect. Florida going after Claude Giroux, but we got the first round pick, bitches. Yeah, motherfucker. Next, go home and change. Last week, a Grizzlies Thunder game got delayed because awesome. of a ward wo- wardrobe malfunction. Stays the three game, gets the bucket. And oh yes, he's got what we call the floater or the teardrop over the big man. All right, Michael, we got a problem here before Tim. We got nothing but white jerseys out there. A little miscommunication. As Oklahoma City is <laughs> in some white unis, the Memphis Grizzlies in some white unis. Now we all we had a, an issue with the jerseys last year. Remember between the Thunder and the Atlanta Hawks. Third season in the same league. This happens. I don't like the NBA is not a small league. Like like it's a after the NFLs. In America, the biggest league, right? But also, like, if you're a coach, just go to the other team and be like, what are you wearing? Red? Okay, no, no, no. So th- <laughs> I actually looked at this up. There's a schedule yeah. produced by the NBA that says these are the colors yeah, you're exactly. wearing for these games. It's yeah, so the equipment the manager just straight up fucked up. Also, the, like in the marketing team, they have to put like, okay, on this day we're having our this special, so we ha- we're going to They're trying these, to sell the jerseys. Like notorious B.I.G. jerseys, like yeah. that stuff, you know? So anyway, but that's the dumbest yeah. thing. But you know what? It make, it br- it makes it more wholesome. I remember turning it on because it a- makes anytime human. anytime John Morant's on TV, I'm turning on the game because it's good. it's awesome. And then watching it, I was like, well, I guess I got 15 minutes to go take a dump because the game's not going to start anytime soon. Eagle, uh, please. Uh, oh no, sorry, my bad. I was going to say Duke just sent the image for this episode. Yeah, yeah we're good. Don't worry. No. <laughs> and our last one for today: <laughs> birthday by gaslight. A Georgia boy opened what he thought was going to be a toy for his birthday. He instead opened what turned out to be a pound of weed, of which I want you to ask 
uh, answer two questions. Number one, what do you think he was expecting? And number two, who do you think he sold his weed to? <laughs> That's or a good question. Smoke it himself? I know. I know. First of all, there's a drug dealer out there in Georgia who's very upset yeah. that he didn't get his drop. What the fuck? <laughs> so that's that's one. I think he was expecting some Northern Lights and was upset that instead he he just he just got some skunk weed. Northern Lights reminds me of that Office episode when they find the weed and then he's like he shows Creed. Oh, <laughs> he's like, what is this? He's like, cannabis. Mar- he's like, no, that's, it's that's marijuana. It's yeah. cannabis sativa. He's like, no, it's marijuana. <laughs> the uh, what's what's Creed's the, the best? What's the most amount? A weed you've ever traveled with, not traveled like across borders, but like in your car yeah. or something. Oh, I when um, uh, I first started buying weed, I used to buy them in, in ounces. Okay, so I used to buy like two two half ounces. I'd I'd buy two big Ziplocs, so I would have an ounce in my car. I I was with a buddy of mine. We played in two different bands, and we were uh, going to share it with our bandmates. Yeah. And so we bought a pound. It was the first time I saw what a pound of weed actually looks like. It's immense. Because like leaves don't weigh a lot, right? And so as we're driving. We pull up, um, and there's a, um, like, what's it called? When the police, like, pull people over to check for drunk drivers and stuff? Yeah, there's like, a um, roadblock. Roadblock. Roadblock, yeah. And uh, there's somebody in the car who had no idea, and we're like, listen, we got to be straightforward. Just so you know, there's enough weed in this car to put us all the way for a long time. But don't panic. He immediately started panicking. No, for sure. You never tell the person. You it was very close it. to. Only say it after, because they're going to react. They're we gonna were very act. close to leaving him on the highway. That's a good point. Just like, why is your friend back there? I'm like, he's an asshole. <laughs> That's it for today. As I play the outro music, I will remind any law enforcement listening to this show that we are first and foremost yes. a comedy show. So whether that's true or not, you'll never know. Also legalized, bitches. <laughs> anyway, um, thank not you. while you're driving. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us. And not, definitely not a pound. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, it's been a great show. I want to thank Andy McNamara for coming on. want to thank anyone who has... Uh, watched, liked, subscribed, reviewed, and rated the show. If not, please do so. That's how we keep the lights on. Eagle, thank you for everything you've done today. Terry, thank you for your sweet, sweet work. And I want to thank you all for letting me be myself. <laughs>